turn off my phone. Hello. Hello. And welcome to our podcast that is called. This is the part I don't get. I'm Jay. And I'm Bay. And this is episode 71. Yes. We are titled. (laughs) (laughs) Once we figure out our topics. (laughs) each other's topics yeah yeah well speaking of topics your old topic about the zebras being loose in the state of maryland they have been caught oh you heard you didn't i did not no i'm so surprised i would have expected you to be right on this googling (laughs) it every day well you know after finding (laughs) out about the ones that died i was like i don't know if i want to know the outcome well see that's the that's the thing like I found I was like that they had been you know caught and captured and then I was like oh yay good because now they won't be in like the freezing cold but then I found out that they're they've been returned to that gentleman who owned them originally so they've been returned to the herd um that they were in already and you know he's of course been charged with animal neglect so We'll see how that pans out. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's perfect timing, too, because Tiger King 2 aired on Netflix. And then they had um, uh, an offshoot about that Doc Antle guy that I just watched as well. And that, like, had stuff to do with, like, kind of like a cult-type vibe going on. So, so yeah, perfect timing. Um, I don't know if I can handle a second Tiger King. That was... There's a lot to process after that first one. Uh, and like, was. he's in jail now, right? So like. Yes, they had like video of him, <laughs> like <laughs> behind the glass and everything. It was, it was weird. This season was more about um, Carol Baskin's husband. Okay. I, I, I am curious, uh, curious about them because they are fucking weird. Yeah. I felt like it was more about his husband or her husband being you know never his murder never being solved and then it was about uh the the dude with the bandana that like essentially took ownership of the tiger king place i guess and oh it was yeah about him and and him potentially you know like what happened after the guy left joe exotic or whatever after he left and that guy took over and so yeah, it was an interesting, I, I mean, I can't, it, it's like a car crash. You can't look away. You know, <laughs> do they, you do they interview the, um, the girl that got her hand bitten off again? That was crazy. I believe that, I believe they identify as he. Oh, um, is it like Sev or I can't remember the name, but no. They, he was only in it for like a hot second and it, it they only really interviewed that one guy that that uh the double amputee the guy that had the prosthetic legs he i feel like he was like the only one that like worked for joe exotic that was in it so yeah it was not as riveting it was not yeah. as riveting. You, you just can't redo that shit show more than once you know with that same kind of pizzazz <laughs> yeah yeah the shock factor is gone uh, exa- exactly because we already know like the biggest part about the first one was like learning who this man was and these exactly <laughs> and it was just like every episode like it got crazier and crazier so yeah <laughs> You're like, I, I need tigers and murder <laughs> <laughs> i know 
I need another one of those though. I mean, I have to say, I've really gotten into those types of documentaries. I, I mean, like, and docu-series as you know, I find it's just, I get sucked in so easily. I love it. That's probably why we do this, you know, because everything we talk about is true, you know, like things that are really happening. Yeah. So did, did you, know. you see the Lula Rich one? Yes. And that was amazing. That was, that was pretty it was good. So that good. Was a good contender. It was, it was really good. <laughs> It was, I, I very thoroughly enjoyed it. Good recommend. Uh, Amazon Prime, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, about the Lula Rose Empire slash MLM. Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. Like, that's what I just absolutely love. And I, and I think that I think that's, again, like what draws us to, to this podcast is that just like uncovering things that you like you thought you knew right but you had no idea yeah like <laughs> you know? it's like am i seeing this is anyone else seeing this <laughs> i have to make sure i'm not the only one <laughs> i know it's i love it i love things like that you think that are totally normal like a clothing company and you find out like all this stuff about it and just like whoa I loved the tights that I had (laughs) they would have been that would have been such a good topic had had it not been documentary I know well maybe you can do an update in a few years and see where they (laughs) are I know I think it is your turn first right oh really the hippos yeah oh you forgot so soon I really I don't know why I was thinking and I thought that that I went first last time but totally no I'm pretty sure it was pretty sure your memory is way better than mine so this yes. topic, I think, has actually been requested kind of just like in passing by okay. um, a listener, Andrew. You're just walking down the street <laughs> and someone <laughs> passed you by. It was like, dude, that was a topic. Oh, speaking of which, I, I, I guest hosted on Andrew and Matt's podcast, um, Step and Repeat, Friend okay. of the Pod. Cool. <laughs> So uh, you uncover well, a secret? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just uh, I just happened to see West Side Story with with Andrew, so they wanted me to give okay. my two cents. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't anything like any any oh. real crossover, but wow, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if anyone wants to hear me, it's Step and Repeat podcast on all platforms. Um, anyway, but I, I I mentioned his name because he's the one I think that might have mentioned this before. Um, are you familiar with, uh, I'll give you the official, um, name, perineum tanning? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's not, that's not just him. Oh, really? I know that I was there when this was brought up. Yeah, it was definitely you and me. I couldn't. And you're like, what? I could have sworn that like I'm like you know you're going through Instagram or Facebook and I saw that somewhere okay. and I think I sent it to him no either he sent it to me or I sent it to him I remember it being like this big joke like this could be this could be a uh, a topic I can't remember who saw it first though but I, I, I thought totally I heard it from Andy ta- but or Andrew I, but I totally know what you're talking about though this was definitely a joke this was like well over a year ago yeah so yeah um yeah well guess what it's our topic it's my picture i'm just remembering the picture (laughs) (laughs) oh but the pictures are great um yeah it came up in my like weird facts news um 
page that I follow. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So it's um, perineum tanning, also known as butthole tanning. <laughs> um, it's basically started as a trend and it, uh, it was a few years ago, about 2019. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, real quick. My sources are um, a New York Post article by Hannah Frischberg, a wow. health.com article, and a Rolling Stone article um, by E.J. Dixon. Oh, and the health.com articles by Leah Gross. Um, and I think there's a National Geographic oh, wow. definition in there. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the the, I had to look up the pronunciation. The perineum is basically the area between the anus and the genitals. Now, would we um, call that a grundle? What? Is that the grundle? It might have that as a another name. I don't, didn't see that. Perineum. Okay. Yeah. And are we talking on both male and female? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. So it goes from either the scrotum to the anus or like the vaginal opening to the anus got it okay very medical yes. very very <laughs> medical i i'm liking it you're being very <laughs> very studious i'm trying so hard topic <laughs> really hard um so it started as like this trend in 2019 when a a health influencer by the name of raw of earth um posted a video so he's this like big health influencer. Um, he posted a video with these three men like walking basically naked out into this area with a bunch of teepees. Um, you you see them from the backside and then they literally like get, they lay on their back and then put their feet up in a V and spread their legs for the- And they just balance there? Well, I mean, they're yeah, basically. You just kind of hold your legs up. But it's only for 30 seconds, according to this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and in the video, this guy Raw says, in a mere 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, you will receive more energy from this electric node than you would in an entire day being outside with your clothes on. Um, so that this can't video. Be scientific. <laughs> oh, God, There's no wait. way that that just... data is quantifiable. Um, what fucking data? Okay. <laughs> You're implying that there was any sort of study. His experience. With, right? <laughs> this is called complete and utter bullshit. Um, so that video got more than 35,000 views. Well, I can was, imagine it's so salacious. Yeah. And this other um, influencer named Metaphysical Megan. Oh so my she posted goodness, names. Yeah. She, she posted one in like a similar position. She's like on some rock with her legs spread and she's naked and you know she like I guess she makes it so like a ray of sun is like you know covering up her boobs but um she says that she uh uses the the butthole tanning and it gives her energy so that she doesn't have to drink her morning coffee anymore um so she actually that post wasn't that popular until um someone uh, by the name of sister of online um posted a, like a screenshot of it on twitter mm -hmm. and with the tag um with the, yeah with the comment um people out here butt chugging sunlight <laughs> uh-oh you there 
Okay, sorry about that. We had some technical issues, but we are back. <laughs> um, so as I was saying, uh, an influencer by the name of Metaphysical Megan um, also posted a picture of her um, tanning her butthole. Um, <laughs> and she says she uses this in place of her morning coffee because it gives her that much energy. Um, the original picture didn't get that much attention by itself, but then someone um, on Twitter by the name of Sister of Online um, posted a screenshot of Megan's posts with the com uh, with the tagline "People out here, butt chugging sunlight," <laughs> and that it's got so inappropriate. Oh my goodness! <laughs> People out here, butt chugging sunlight. <laughs> Oh. That's so inappropriate. <laughs> and so it got 84,000 likes after that. Um, and then according to, to Metaphysical Megan, um, the perineum sunning strengthens the organs, sustains health and longevity, aids in a healthy libido, um, helps with the balanced sexual energy and better sleep. 30 seconds of direct sunlight injection to the anal orifice is equivalent to being outside in the sun all day, says another influencer named Troy Casey. So all of these people are just buying Guessing into that this. They're all YouTubers and Instagrammers yeah. and not like scientists or doctors. Oh yeah, not, or... not, I, that's the sad part. Most of these like health influencers like have no, like they just look good. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I, there are, there's no like credentials or anything. Hmm. Um, so they, so the, the guy who posted the original, um, video raw of earths was, uh, he referenced this, um, this book, I thought I put it in here. Uh, ba basically it's a book that's, uh, based on Taoism. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, which uh, teaches that all living creatures, um, you know, live in a state of harmony with the universe or should live in a state of harmony with the universe and the energy found in it. Um, it's an ancient Chinese philosophy and religion that instructs believers on how to exist in harmony with the universe. Those are kind of like the different definitions. By I using thought. your perineum. Yes. Well, <laughs> that, yeah. So it was like a specific, um, I guess, okay, the book is called uh, the, Tao, the Tao of Sexology, the Book of Infinite Wisdom by Dr. Stephen Chang. Um, and I guess he mentions it in that book and he says it can keep the area healthy and free of germs. Um, Ew. Yeah, but there was <laughs> lots of- That just makes me so grossed out. I know, like, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that either. Yeah. Um, so surprisingly, um, <laughs> this does not seem to be the case according to any doctor ever. Um, <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> five out of five doctors say this is not a good idea. Um, yeah, in one of the articles I read, they interviewed um, dermatologist Nazim Saidi, and 
they said they do not re recommend sun exposure without any sort of protection. Um, another dermatologist, David E. Banks, said the skin is very sensitive and could result in an increased risk of skin cancer. Um, they said if you want to get vitamin D, then you should get it from your diet or from supplements, not from, you know, putting your butt cheeks up to the sun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the uh, they interviewed a gynecologist who said that this area has billions of bacteria and no amount of sunlight will kill them, nor should they, because it's actually like some of it is like, you know, good bacteria. It's healthy bacteria. Yeah. This reminds me of what they were originally saying about Corona. Remember when they were saying like the UV light oh. was going to kill the coronavirus? Yeah. Or, or uh, what, like a year ago. Injecting. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did find that the sun was helpful, right? I think so, but not to like the extent that, that we heard some folks saying. Yeah, people took it a little too far as usual. Um, and then in the Rolling Stone article, they reached out to several traditional Chinese medicine providers, you know, that specialized in like, you know, Taoism and that kind of practice. And none of them had ever heard of, you know, <laughs> perineum tanning or sunning. So I think they're that's like, really... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, they were like, uh, is this a joke? Um, and I, I looked at the book, like, look, looked at the reviews and everyone was pretty much like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's, there's apparently no references at all. <laughs> um, you know, it's very like, not surprisingly, like pseudo health kind of stuff. It's, mm -hmm just based on this one person's uh, I don't know belief. opinion yeah yeah or beliefs yeah yeah um but yeah it's it's really bothersome to me um like because I went on Instagram and looked at these like influencers especially raw of earth he has 76,000 followers whoa yeah that's a and, lot and I mean when I tell you some of this shit looks absolutely batshit crazy i am not even exaggerating i mean like i couldn't even get to like he would write stuff and i like i couldn't even get to the end of it because i was like what did i just read um <laughs> yeah it's like oh God. It, it's just like very i guess the word is meta as the young kids say i, I don't know okay um mm -hmm. like it was like, like it's, existential like, yeah what is truth what is not you oh, know goodness yeah um <laughs> So, yeah. It's, truth is truth. Right. What is it? <laughs> and then this metaphysical Megan is, it's just, she's just posting pictures of herself trotting around being naked and like, oh, it's so healthy and good to be naked. And it, it's just like, they're just trying to outdo each other for like being weird. But she was also like Christian, which was weird. Cause I was like, aren't Christians oh. like pure and, you know, about being you know, conservative and not showing their, I guess not everybody. Yeah. I mean, no, no shame. There's, uh, I, there's nothing wrong with, you know, if you want to be naked, that's fine. But my problem is when you start telling people, like giving people advice and it's like based off of like, I, I, it just comes out of the air. I don't know where you get this information or this yeah. one book that you swear by. Um, so, so this raw guy, he, his real name is like Ronnie Teasdale or something. He used to be, <laughs> I, I couldn't find much about him, but it looks like he used to be Ronald. Like, yeah. I know. I was like, oh, that's 
that's disappointing. Um, it looks like he used to be like a CrossFit, a CrossFit, like, I don't know, he's like a big name. Trainer. Yeah, well, apparently they have competitions. Okay. And I guess he was some, somewhat good at them. He's very fit, you know. Um, well, I would certainly hope so if he's yeah. this health person. Yeah, but I'm just... I don't know. I don't get it. And I, and you know what, I, I've reported the, the mega metaphysical Megan's little post with her butt chugging. (laughs) (laughs) Was it inappropriate? Well, no, because it's giving false information. Like it gives you the option of like, I thought you you meant because of nudity. Okay. No, cause she, I mean, she, um, you know, she, she edited it out with the sunbeam. Exactly. She used the (laughs) sunbeam very creatively (laughs) and like, I don't, I personally don't care that much about nudity but it's just like yeah giving false mm-hmm. health information is like not not okay to me that's like yeah I mean that's how I feel I mean like you I mean you and I feel very similar I've I would say like you know let your own freak flag fly you know and yeah. you do you as long as you're not hurting anybody yeah but when you are giving out medical advice or lifestyle advice um or health advice without any kind of research or credentials to back it up then you could potentially harm someone with with that knowledge so i do think that those influencers should be i think they should be very careful about what they suggest and what they say but it doesn't really sound like they are right yeah i can't imagine the pain of that kind of sunburn i know oh there's a great (laughs) there's a great um post by josh brolin he i guess apparently tried it wait let me find it real quick oh, the actor yeah i guess From he no tried Country it for old men and avengers and everything. yeah that's... and uh <laughs> yeah oh that's so funny he is not who i would expect to be out there giving this a go i know well you know <laughs> celebrities yeah um yeah so the, this article says actor josh brolin reveals crazy sunburn after trying new butt sunning trend um let's see what does he say tried this perineum sunning that i've been hearing about and my suggestion is do not do it as long as i did the 51 year old captioned an image previously posted by metaphysical megan so we talked about um (laughs) let's see my pucker hole is crazy burned and i was going to spend the day shopping with my family and instead i'm (laughs) using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain I don't know who the fuck thought of this stupid shit, but fuck you nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sounds like he didn't really do it and that it's like a joke. Yeah, I might have been, but either way, it's probably very possible. Oh, can you imagine being burnt right there? Oof. And also, like, I just have to, I mean, I, obviously that area is very sensitive, but like the the 30 seconds, like, I just I can't imagine, like, they, they they're saying, like, it's like, doing so much for their internal organs and their health overall and i just can't imagine that right 30 seconds is really that significant of an amount of time i did find it surprising that the dermatologist recommended vitamin d from only your diet and vitamins i am surprised by that i would assume that that some doctor somewhere would say that natural sunlight is is good for you I know it yeah. definitely is good for your mental state. And there's been a lot of research on that, how, you know, the sunlight is helpful for you. Hence 
seasonal effect, seasonal effectiveness disorder. <laughs> Holla. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And, and I think that that doctor was more just saying like, you know, keep your butthole away from the sun. I think, you know, as long as you're yeah, use your sunscreen, sunscreen. Yeah. I don't think they're saying like, don't go in the sun. They're just saying like, like you don't need to like do this every day for 30 seconds. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think they were saying to stay out of the sun completely, but I was surprised that they didn't say you can get vitamin D. Yeah. Like, like, let's say on your face, you know, like not in that part right. somewhere else. Yeah. It's like, it's interesting that, that the body, I guess, is like a cell phone and, you know, you stick that charger in the butt. It's the charger. <laughs> yeah. It's the charger. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure just laying in the sun every day would feel nice for 30 seconds it's probably more like you know it's like a meditative kind of thing so maybe that's like what they're feeling the effects of or or just a yeah placebo effect but like yeah to be sh- you know spouting off stuff about proving your sex life and blah 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 like come on well a lot of people have been called out for that kind of stuff you know uh goop has been called out for oh giving my advice yeah. that's anecdotal um even that um that show, I really liked it. The Netflix show um, that came out in 2020 with Zac Efron. That was, yeah. I love that show. It was so good. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of influencer types that have definitely been called out for like potentially giving out advice that could be pseudoscience or could be not backed up by research, um, which yeah. is why I like that one show that was all about um, the alternative um health modalities because it showed both sides yeah and how i talked about like i believe it was the bee sting therapy because i really like that documentary show because it showed the negatives and the positives and it all the information came from all sources and it was it was probably the most well balanced because <laughs> usually you get like one point of view yeah. and that's it i so. yeah i appreciate a documentary that shows both sides because i think that's hard to do but yeah, I, oh, and yeah. looking back, like, I feel kind of embarrassed that I used like goop as like, kind of to find a topic from that, but it was weird, but, um, no, I think they've improved. I think they've definitely improved. I think that a lot of their backlash was from the earlier days where they were. Um, but I think that now they have found their niche and I think that they've, you know, found their spot. Well, it's funny that you even mentioned Goop because I, I didn't know if this topic was going to be long enough. So I also like put in a little information about their, um, do you remember hearing about like the jade eggs that people like stick up their vaginas? Yes. <laughs> so that was all Goop's idea. Um, and they sold them. No, really? It, yeah. They were called Yoni eggs and they sold them for $66. Actually, they still do. Wow. That is extremely expensive. Yeah. And literally you Stick them up your hoo Is this is this for like a Kegel exercise? So yes. Or is it the properties that Jade has? So they're saying that it improves also your sex life. It balances your menstrual cycle, intensifies feminine energy, whatever that means, and increases bladder control and prevents uterine prolapse. And um, they have a (laughs) they have a floral blend that prevents. (laughs) Okay. Oh, there's a smell. Um, yeah, I don't know if it just looks like a 
like the colors or maybe it looks like a flower oh okay yeah but anyway they ended up getting sued big shock and they had to pay $145,000 to refund customers because their advertisements were not backed by any competent or reliable scientific evidence. Um, and now this, and this is, back, is current. No, this, this is, is back current. in 2017. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, so maybe since then they've gotten better, but I mean, they're still selling it. Um, they just, oh, really? took off, they changed they the advertising false information, but See, that's what I'm saying. I think that they found themselves in some hot water for some of the statements that they made or perhaps maybe suggestions that they made uh, on on their website and online. And right, I feel like it was probably right around then. And I remember reading some articles about that and them saying like, this could be potentially dangerous. But I feel like they've kind of, you know, through the legal process, learned a little bit of a lesson there. I feel like they've probably just ed- edited quite a few yeah. information because you can sell whatever you want, you know, yeah. like as far, you know, but you do have to be careful about what you say it's intended purposes for, for right. sure. Oh, sorry. Someone, someone is supporting our message. Yes. <laughs> said about the, the the jade egg she's like oh Women's bananas man everywhere um but yeah <laughs> yeah so i think like this whole health influencer thing is very dangerous and even like when you look at you know what you know shalane woodley like she does she uh tans her vagina um but oh, she's you know she was dating really yeah um she dates what's his name from um uh, Aaron Rodgers from um, who plays for the Green Bay Packers, who was under scrutiny not too long ago for saying he got um, an immunization for COVID, but he didn't get the vaccine. He got his own little whatever. Was kind he of, the person that gave himself like horse tranquilizers or so, someone? He, there was, I would not be surprised. There was something about someone who like preferred like horse medicine or something. Yeah, they, or yeah, there was. I, think, I don't know who that person was. I just remember no, there, hearing there about was it. Something going around that people believe that yeah, some something used to treat like yeah, like horse, like animals, or yeah, yeah. that that was going to cure COVID or something. But yeah, it's just like scary. Like when you have that, you know, much attention, and you know, you're he's a star football player. Like, you know, you're people look up to you and they're going to look yeah. at your decisions and uh, you're definitely held to a certain standard for sure. Yeah. It's just, it's, but weird. at the same time, I think that you know? the Joe public has to do their due diligence and look things up on their own as well. Yeah, for sure. True. You know who I really like to follow on YouTube? Who's an actual doctor? There's this guy called Dr. Mike. He's actually very attractive. And <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't hurt. And he has a great YouTube channel. And some of them are just funny where he like watches episodes of like Grey's Anatomy and stuff oh, like that. I love and he those. gives like I... a real doctor's opinion. And there was one where they were like just telling like a family member that someone had passed away. He's like, when would they have this conversation out in the waiting room with just like everybody around? He's like, they would not be having that conversation. So those were really funny. Um, and he he's, and then he even did a crossover with Brad Mondo, who I love, um, who's also, he's um, a hairdresser and he has his own channel. 
which is a beauty influencer, I guess, is what you would call him. But yeah, Dr. Mike is a good, he's actually a doctor, like does, a working doctor. Does he ever do um, the show 911? Because I've always wanted to see probably that showdown because it is just so ridiculous well he has a patreon and he definitely reads questions and, oh, and okay. he mentions it all the time so I, so you know maybe we should go on and type in yeah. hey dr mike you need to look at an old episode of, of emergency <laughs> 911 and see oh no i meant i meant the the new the new 911 like the one oh with, oh um, okay yeah oh, i thought you meant like from the 90s oh god that yeah. would be i would love to watch that <laughs> the reenactments <laughs> <laughs> but yeah pro- i mean probably because it wasn't just Grey's anatomy i think he watched some other medical shows as well so oh, yeah, yeah there might be yeah because yeah. like they throw out all these like terms and i'm like Oh, that sounds pretty. That sounds right to me, I guess. It sounds like a doctor, <laughs> but they could there be might be, anything. There might be other YouTubers out there that are that are medical professionals that do it. I can imagine it would oh, be yeah. quite entertaining. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my my topic kind of short. But way week. to way to bring it back from like <laughs> a year ago. I, I definitely know. remember back. seeing that article. Or yeah, I was a, like, I'm I gonna put that in the back of my and head. It was hilarious. And just thinking, like, why do people do this? But yeah. It's like Very everyone good. just wants so bad to be different and unique and against the grain, but it's like, you know, taking a little too far sometimes. To each his own. Well, mine is from my topic is from a TED talk nice. that I saw a really, really long time ago. And I like kind of put it in the back of my mind to, to do as a topic. And it, it has a lot to do with what we're doing right now. And it, it's the question, why do we hate the sound of our own voice? Oh, when we hear our own voice essentially played back for us, because for me, when I hear our podcast because I like to give it a listen to make sure you know we didn't mess it up too bad <laughs> and uh, I hear my voice and I just sound like such a ditz in my opinion like I just sound so like 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 I'm like elongating my words and I sound like such like essentially like a valley girl and and I'm like that's not what I feel like I sound like I know but I guess I do. And I was saying this to my husband and he's like, yeah, you do. You do oh. sound like, <laughs> wow. Um, because he had listened right. to the podcast and he, he was, he thought it was surprising that I had sounded the way, but, but as we'll find out from the topic, we do change our voice depending oh. upon who we're talking to. That makes sense. So that this all kind of revolves around this TED talk, which is on YouTube and it's about 12 minutes long. So it's, and she talks about way more than what I'll talk about. And it's actually quite interesting and all the different things about the human voice and humans in general, and how we're even capable of making speech versus other mammals who clearly can't talk the way that we do. Right. You think about we're a mammal. So why can we talk and they can't? And it's just pure, you know, physiological and like, it's, just like a matter of uh the shape of our brain and the shape of our neck and our voice box and how it's like a few centimeters bigger than than other mammals it's interesting so the ted talk is by 
uh, a woman named Rebecca Kleinberger, and she's a researcher at the MIT Media Lab, or at least she was during the time this TED Talk was recorded. And she said in the TED Talk that most people report not liking the sound of their own voice when they hear it recorded. So research in this area can help us potentially reduce biases and create healthier relationships. So she essentially has done a ton of research on the human voice and, and our, I guess, relationship with hearing our own voices. In order for us to speak, it requires a synchronization of more than 100 muscles in our body. That was surprising to me. Research has found that the way that you speak can apparently help doctors know if you have early stages of Parkinson's, if you have heart disease, that had to do with like the breathiness in your voice and even yeah, markers, sense. yeah, even markers for depression, apparently like in like the way that you speak. Like is so, it monotone or something? I think you would have to be like really trained <laughs> in order to know which markers to look for, like like what sounds to hear. Like I don't think it, they're saying like any person, yeah. but someone who like specializes in that area. Yeah. Uh, so your voice is also linked to your hormones, and they she said that listeners have been able to accurately depict when a woman was on their menstrual cycle based what? on the sound of their voice <laughs> oh my god because it's linked to your hormones and i guess it changes oh that's so, so weird you do they have proven you do have a different voice for every person that you talk to which i've always jived at you for because you can always tell when jay's talking to her mom on the phone yes oh my god the my voice brother makes suddenly fun of me like so bad. changes like nuts like you're like Hi, mom. The, the most pleasant like sweet so I mean not that you're not pleasant or sweet but it's just like all it's like high, it's just like an extra notch of it's sweetness <laughs> you're just like so chipper and happy hi <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is proven your voice does change for every person that you talk to you so change every single person you have a different way of speaking to them I, I guess I guess it just depends on the relationship you can probably group especially when there's multiple people that you're talking to. Yeah. But you change your voice or vocal posture on whether you're talking to your friend or your spouse or your mother. So your vocal posture changes. And I've always thought that, you know, when you spend a lot of time with someone, you kind of like start to talk like them or laugh like them yes. or say oh their God. phrases. Um, we've had some friends who have had like specific laughs and I feel like when I was like around them, like I started laughing, like, oh my that. God, me too. I'm like, why am I doing this? And I think that that has a lot to do with it. And I definitely like my family, they all have accents and it definitely <laughs> comes out from <laughs> it nowhere. Comes out of me when I'm with them. And, and I think that a lot of that has to do with, you know, just, your relationship with the person and how you're feeling when you're with them. And, you know, you get in a frame of reference when you're talking to these people, when you're with different people. So yeah. we hear in our minds, or I guess, yeah. So we hear inside of our head, a different voice than what other people hear. 
So like I'm talking right now and I'm hearing my voice inside my head, but it does sound different than what you can hear as I'm talking to you. Okay. So we hear what Kleinberger called the inward voice. Okay. Okay. And those that we are speaking to hear what she called the outward voice. So it's like out in the universe, essentially. So other people hear and perceive your outward voice outside of your body. And that voice moves through the air. So I guess it's moving through the air of our technology right now. So we hear and perceive our own voices differently because it doesn't move through the air. It moves through our bones inside of our body oh that's so weird i mean it makes sense yeah yeah so it moves through our bones and our body through something called bone conduction so when we hear our inward voices in our own heads our voices automatically sound lower they they a lower register and i loved this part more musically harmonious then they would sound outside of our head. So that's why it sounds so different because we're not listening through it through the air. We're listening through our bone conduction. And with the bone conduction, it just alters the sound and it makes it sound lower and more essentially musically pleasant. So I kind of thought maybe that's why there's so many people on like, um, you know, I guess American Idol and shows like that that were just so bad you know you know what I mean like if you think you sound so musically if you're hearing a totally different song in your head than what you know Simon Cowell's hearing you know I I do I mean obviously there's no way that all those people were genuine I'm sure people did just just for attention yeah and obviously producers would make you know if someone was great for tv they're definitely like hey come on be on the show you sound great you know (laughs) but there had to have been people who really truly felt like they were like amazing singers on shows like that maybe not just that show and this could potentially be why you know it's not just like delusions of grandeur it could just be like they're hearing a completely different thing but then why aren't you recording yourself I don't know, but that's called denial, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, but it's also supposed to be your voice is richer. You hear it deeper and richer than your recorded voice in comparison. So your recorded voice. So like when you and I listen to our voices tomorrow, Uh um, our voices will sound thinner and higher pitched. And some may find this more cringeworthy than what you're hearing inside your head. Okay. So there's a second reason hearing a recording of your own voice can also be disconcerting. It, it, it's a new voice. Yeah. You know, it, so it really is, is a new voice. One um, that it, it, this quote said, quote, one that exposes a difference between your self-perception and reality because your voice is unique and an important component of self-identity. This mismatch can be jarring suddenly you realize other people have been hearing something else all along end quote (laughs) like that's me (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly 
Um, so this one article that I was reading said that that's why they think that many of us might like cringe or squirm when hearing our voice, uh, when, when we hear it played back, um, when it, it's been recorded. We feel like we've been deceived. <laughs> Perhaps by our own selves. Yeah. We're like, wait a minute, who altered my voice? <laughs> because oh, we're me. just so, yeah. Cause we're so used to hearing our inward voice a certain way. So when we hear the real voice. Or I guess, I guess our inward voice is a real voice. It is. It's just, it's just, you know, it sounds different because it's mm -hmm. passing through other things. Yes. It's, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. Um, but then Kleinberger mentioned that there are biological filters inside of our ears that also change the way that your voice sounds to you in your own head. Um, so there, she said that there were two different biological filters and that has to do with like your, the, the actual physical makeup of your ear and inner ear. Mm -hmm. And that changes the sound. And then she said, and this one was kind of like, like, whoa, mind blown. She said that there is a neurological filter that shuts down a part of your brain when you speak. So your brain hears your own voice, but it doesn't really listen to the sound of it. What? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so like when your brain hears that it's you talking, uh -huh. it shuts down a, a, some, a part that focuses on auditory, you know, sounds. So okay. it hears that's that you're talking, but it's not really right. listening to what you're saying. Okay. So they think it's like, I got, I, I don't need to worry about her because <laughs> exactly. They think that maybe this could be because your brain already knows what you're going to say. They already, you know, cause you're thinking oh, it. your brain yeah. already knows what you're going to sound like. So essentially okay. why waste the energy to listen <laughs> to your oh, own so self? <laughs> cause it can, it can hear, but it's not listening. Okay. You know, and it, that's kind of like a, like a kind of like a, I don't know, like a, philosophical thing can you hear and listen you, you know like <laughs> when your voice falls in the forest do you hear it <laughs> are you listening or are you just hearing me you know like I feel like that's like a comeback <laughs> um that's very interesting like how they, they can even figure that out I guess um, probably like MRI scans, like seeing yeah. what part of your brain is active when you're hearing yourself. They're probably saying, all right, speak to yourself. You know? <laughs> okay. Now, did they talk about why you sound so good in the shower? Oh, that has to do with the fact that that's something different. That's yeah. about, you know, so your shower is small. The smaller the space, uh -huh. the better you'll sound when you sing. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the echoes that come that back comment? and like the sound bouncing off the walls. I learned oh, okay. that from Bar Rescue. Um, <laughs> John, That's a good show. John Taffer went to the first, the very first American uh, karaoke bar. Okay. And I think the bar is called like Bubbles or something funny like that. And he was saying how 
the placement of the stage was in such a poor area because people in that spot will automatically sound worse. And then they, <laughs> they gave the example of the shower and they said, you know, you, that's, you need to find like essentially like a corner of the bar. So the person's standing in the corner. So that the two walls are like close to them. Right. And then your sound waves are bouncing off the walls and you'll sound better. So when you're in a smaller space, you'll automatically just sound better if you have walls near you. I, I would think if you have a bad voice, it doesn't matter like how small the room is because like the sound your room can bad. only if your room can only help so mm-hmm. much. This is true. Yeah, I'm sure it's like way more science than I'll ever understand, but it's, <laughs> it's so it's so interesting. But in this and another article that I read it was talking about, um, you know, we have, we have a, there's a third voice. So, you know, there's the outward voice that other people hear or that we hear once it's recorded. There's the inner voice that we hear in our head while we're talking or the in word voice that we hear while we're talking. And then there's a third voice, the inner voice. And Kleinberger was saying that the inner voice is basically like the voice that you hear in your head when you're thinking. Okay. Um, That's the, when you're reading or texting and this is the voice that you know gets like songs stuck in your head kind of thing like the earworm yeah Uh, so this is the voice that um we hear when you when people who are schizophrenic who like have the auditory hallucinations the inner voice in their mind is, is, is really what they're attributing that to. Okay. So they're hoping that through like research that they could potentially, you know, help people in that Avenue. Yeah. So like who knew that voice research was a thing could help us in so many ways. And, uh, and, and she even mentioned like, you know, there's so the, all the voice recognizing technology now and, and it could potentially, there are people who are currently researching, trying to find out like a way to prove when people are pregnant through their voice, which if you can tell the menstrual cycle and if someone has Parkinson's, I don't know. I don't know how far off that science is. It sounds like it's right around the corner. Yeah. So it sounds like you could learn a lot from your own voice. So if you do hate the sound of your own voice, fear not you are not alone and and that was a that's pretty much it okay that was that was a very creative topic i know i i just i've been wanting to do that one i shouldn't have said i know like yes (laughs) thanks so much (laughs) i was like damn (laughs) i shouldn't have said that but um I've just been always i think about this topic every time i hear our our own podcast later on when I'm listening to it and I'll be like, gosh, and other (laughs) podcasts that I listen to, you know, when I hear them say that, you know, they don't listen to themselves. And when they do listen, they, they do find it cringeworthy. I just feel like, like it's, I have to hear what I sound like. I like, I have to, I have to know, (laughs) you know, but, um, (laughs) but you know, I just like, I'm, that's anxiety really more so than anything else but but that was that's my topic that's all she wrote great topic all right well well catch us on instagram this is the part i don't get and facebook this is the part i don't get and email us at the part i don't get at gmail.com and uh 
see you in the new year, I guess, right? Or wait. Oh, we have. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I think we've got one more. Calendar. I think okay. we've got one more. Wait, wait a oh, yeah. cut it short. Wait yeah. a cut it short, Jay. We've got one more for 2021. Okay. One more and then bring in the new year. 2022. Woo. All right. This is the part I don't get. (laughs) 